we're back. Another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. Of the beast. How you doing, Nesbitt? <laughs> I'm doing good. Oh, man. Doing good. I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Excited to, excited to do it again. So today... I got I got some specials today. I get to I get to to take charge for a full minute, but we're gonna do oh, a, okay. a little special thing on Blaze, like we talked about last I'm, week. We pulled that together. I'm gonna need a beer before we oh, get into what we want to talk about. A beer. <laughs> All right, fantastic. So the beer today is an Iron Rock Brewing Co. That's in Labrador City. Labrador is a okay. massive part of Newfoundland. It's the mainland Canada. Up north, yeah. Yeah, and we're doing an overburden oat stout. And I saw this and I thought, oat stout, interesting. I love stouts too. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the reason you needed a beer so quick is because I did a little poll, which I'll get into in a minute, because the Leafs have been on a bit of a tear. But anyway, yeah, sort we'll of. get we'll get sort of we'll get this poured up. This is as good, if not better, than Guinness, in my opinion. Oh my god, I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy watching your face <laughs> when I do my Leafs minute because that right. comment. Let's get it over with. Let's hear the Leafs minute. Not yet. I'm savoring this beer. I'm de- I'm detecting, mm, mm, nutty overtones. Okay, I'm starting the timer, starting now. The timer now. No, the Leafs finally got through. And the Boston yeah, Bruins. The first round, yeah. So we faced off twice, and there's a great picture, right. I think. We put it up on Facebook years ago. You had the Yeti mask on in the Boston jersey. I was in my right. Leafs jersey, and you put us out two years in a row, right? You did. You were like, ah, oh, well, that happens to me. I kind of cried a little. <laughs> but, right. you know, that's just it. You have you have other things in your life, like uh, things that matter, and I just have the Leafs. <laughs> so, uh Look, we got through, and the Bruins didn't. And look, I know we're probably not going to go too deep. But yeah, um, <laughs> look, a bit of fun. Just a bit, a bit of razz and all that stuff. But we had a great time watching the ice hockey. I, I just What I love about sports is the same thing like that I love about uh, about bands. It's just you find your own tribe, and you just wind it up. And to be honest, I'm not too wired about it. Like, I want my team to win, but if someone else's team wins, it doesn't really bother me. Anyway, go Leafs go. We had a good first round. And uh, I got a little bit back on this, but we didn't put you out, but I, I clawed a little bit back. Right, so the Leafs won one round of playoffs finally <laughs> after almost twenty years. I know. I guess the message is, uh, if you keep your expectations super low, eventually you'll be rewarded. <laughs> okay. So enjoy, Josh. <laughs> all right, all right, Nesbit. It's funny. Last episode, I just want to mention one thing before we get into the blaze. Yeah. Which is the theme of this episode. Um, We've been getting so much feedback. I feel like we disappeared for a year and everyone saved up all their takes and opinions and they've just been like emailing them in nonstop. I got an email from, remember we were talking about Dave Shuttleworth and yeah. he's in that band Made in Canada. So, um, oh, by the way, they have a show on May the 6th, mm. Mavericks on, Re, is it Rideau Street in Ottawa? Rideau. So in Ottawa, Rideau, I don't know. If you're in Ottawa, they have a show tomorrow night if you're looking for something to do. But the reason I mention it is he sent me uh their set list which that they play which he didn't actually give me i haven't actually asked him if i can talk about this on the podcast so i'm not gonna spoil his set list but uh man they're playing like lots of classics but also like future real clairvoyant if attorney should fail writing on the wall they're gonna play alexander the great i know everyone wants to hear that one live um so his set list that he sent it's like lots of classic lots of epics some blaze stuff some paul diano era stuff stuff off the last two maiden albums and lots of 
older stuff. Um, anyway, it was a it was a kick ass set list. So anyway, I just yeah. give a shout out if you're in Ottawa looking for something to do tomorrow night. <laughs> That's cool. That's <laughs> when awesome. this episode drops. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad he reached yeah. out. Um, yeah. Very excited. So that's... Uh, I hope he doesn't mind me spoiling his stuff. Oh, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> Madeincanada.band. So go check it out. So Blaze Bailey. So we're going to do... This episode is going to be our top... Sort of our top... I'm just going to say top Blaze Bailey songs because they're not really ranked yeah. know, in any kind of order. They're kind of just favorites. Um, you know, we're not like doing our top five in order or anything like that. And yeah. uh, so you picked five... I picked 10. Yeah. The reason I picked 10 is because as you go through yours, if there are ones on my list, I can cross mine out and I'll at minimum have like five left. So I'm guaranteed to have five that you don't have. We also have an interview with Merck from the band Master Spy who just did, he just worked with Blaze Bailey. They, he just did a uh, an EP with Blaze doing vocals. So that's a pretty cool interview. want to check that out. Before we dig into it though, I got a message on Facebook today asking about us doing some of the periphery stuff. One of the things when you take a break at a podcast uh, is that, you know, depending on the type of podcast medium you're listening to, uh, you might not necessarily know, but we did some excellent background work on Blaze, many episodes. We did Yannick. The Adrian and Yannick stuff was amazing. There's been some Bruce Solo stuff. We did a fair load on Steve, but we didn't do um, British Lion. (laughs) <laughs> we didn't no we didn't and then we might i tried to but get the you uh so anyway anyone out there who's this is a blaze refresher uh we actually did quite a bit on blaze but this is really just to send it a bit of love yeah well i have some yeah. uh actually we got some emails this week uh this one's from grant and he said uh i think doing an episode on blaze would be a good idea i can see how with recent events with him you'd be a bit reluctant however i'm sure many listeners know that blaze was the main focal point of the podcast coming together in the first place Plus, it's not like you're coming in fresh on the subject as you've already interviewed him, mentioned him in news, and covered Silicon Messiah. He's had an interesting career, and I think it'll be worth going over some of his pre-Maiden days and post-Maiden albums. Yeah, absolutely. So that is true. Like, an argument about Blaze Bailey is what started this podcast well, in it, the first place. Well, it was the fact that it was an argument that was um, interesting, right? You right. know, because... Yep. And, and one of the things I like about our dynamic is that we change our minds. Like, there's nothing right. more annoying. I find in this world nowadays, too many people, you know, they, they put cement in the ground, their opinions, and they don't change them. But, right. you know, that when we had that debate, then we were like, oh, we talked about Paul, then we talked about favorite albums. We realized, like, the Maiden universe is full of people who disagree on fundamental things within Maiden, but all love Maiden. It's kind of interesting, but they're yeah. malleable. Like, we get the constant emails that's like oh i never thought about it this way or have you guys considered this and then we go oh man maybe we were too hard on it and you know so it's yeah. like we're we're changing people's opinions and they're changing our opinions so yeah, so yeah. I flipped my opinion on a few maiden songs based on like feedback and people like pointing things out totally it's funny um if you look at the art for our podcast um it's eddie like kind of ranting with a beer in front of a wood stove and that is because we were at my cabin. I think we were going duck hunting, and it was the night before, and we were having a few beer next to my wood stove. And, uh, yeah, because you were like, without Bruce Dickinson, this is when you, we first, before yep. we started the podcast, you are like, if there's no Bruce Dickinson, it's not Maiden. And so you were not having any Paul Diano or Blaze Bailey. But uh, you've kind of listened to more, and you've kind of come around now. By the way, I still love that artwork. Uh, two more short emails that we got. Yeah. Uh, Stefan, or Stefan, I'm not sure how you pronounce it said please do a blaze episode the blaze interview was the episode i found the episode that i found your podcast 
I was searching for a Blaze Bailey podcast and it showed up in the results. So I guess he searched for Blaze Bailey, found that episode of our podcast, and that's how we found our podcast. Um, yeah. And Miguel says, <laughs> this is a funny one. He says, Blaze Bailey is a true warrior, the king of metal, tough as steel, and he will endure and survive. He is the immortal one with an eagle spirit. I love it. So that's, uh, I think he squeezed five or six Blaze song titles in there and a Blaze album title in there. <laughs> Although I would add I, I would add one more line. He will live for a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so our top five, let's get into it. So before we get into our top ten, yes. uh, there is a clip I want to play. So this is something that I don't think really counts as a Blaze song because it's a cover. Um, we okay, so we all know Blaze's cover of Doctor Doctor. It was a X Factor B side on I think it was the Lord of the Flies single, and we talked about it on our podcast before. That's uh, this version of Doctor Doctor. So we covered that somewhere on, I guess, one of our B-Sides episodes. I don't know. Um, and then this is one that I'm pretty sure you've never heard before. And I just picked this out. It's another cover that Blaze did, and it really shows off how great his voice is. Um, this is from a tribute album in 2002 called The Music Remains the Same. Obviously, that's a Led Zeppelin cover, but I thought that was a cool clip. I just wanted to play that. I don't count that as a, you know, it's a cover. But it shows a cool aspect of his voice where, like, when he's not singing heavy metal. You know what I mean? Totally. totally. He's got a great voice. So I figured you go first with your uh, Belize tracks. Yeah. And uh, as you go through, if they're on my list, I'll cross them off. And when I'm done, I'll have five (laughs) at least to go. You'll pluck a few more out. First thing I would say, though, about that clip and just in general is like Blaze is such a distinctive voice. That's like when he does tributes. It's true. It's so it's it's interesting. It's 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 good because you're you're a Blaze fan. But like he's not he doesn't mimic other people. He puts his own take on everything. It's true. Like his vocals, you can instantly pick out. He has a very distinctive voice and. I know a lot of times people send me these links to bands I've never heard of. And a lot of yeah. times the, the vocalists, they just kind of sound like, you know, there's like some metal sounds that a lot of vocalists kind of sound similar to. 
Yeah. But Blaze is one of those people who has a very distinctive voice. Like, you know it's Blaze when you hear Blaze. Oh, totally. So I've, I've got my top five, but it's, okay. it's it's completely biased towards what I listen to. So, like, yeah. I, I will, yeah. Again, they don't have to be in order or anything. And, again, no. if you pick next week, you might pick another five. But Yeah, I mean, well, to be honest with you, picking five is, like, impossible. So your first track that you're picking My first like... track. So the first track for me is just A Thousand Years, okay? I think that's from the Infinite Entanglement album. But the uh, what's so awesome about it, it's just a fantastic vocal mix. But it's a very Blaze vocals, right? Like, it's not like a Bruce Carey. It's very rumbly. But what I love about it as well is that he's had a little bit of a hurt episode. He's he's on the mend. But I want him to live a thousand years. Play the clip, Nesbitt. You will be the first to find the edge of what is possible. Yeah, that's a. I love that song. That was like one of the first songs that hooked me on that first Blaze. They were the first album of that trilogy, the Infinite Entanglement albums. Um, when we first started doing this podcast, I remember I was kind of listening to this album. This is what kind of got me on a Blaze kick. Um, so that was, I mean, we started doing this podcast in 2017. So that's oh, dear, quite God. a long time ago. And that album came out in 2016. Oh, man. So, yeah. yeah, that's right. That was the new stuff. The Silicon Silicon Messiah was back in what early two thousands. Uh, it was in two thousand. Yeah, it was in two thousand. It actually, yeah, I need to revisit that episode because the whole story about how he left Maiden and then that kind of got a little bit messed up in its release. That was really interesting. So if anyone, and and that's not Silicon Messiah, what we just mentioned, but the next track is so Silicon Messiah. Everybody has to go have a listen to that album. Yeah. Well, if anyone wants to know more about Silicon Messiah, episode 67 67. of this podcast, we broke down Blaze leaving Maiden, Blaze yeah. forming the band, um, the band called Blaze, yeah. and uh, how the band formed, and then we broke went track by track through this album and broke it all down, you know, how we, we did a pretty deep dive into Silicon Messiah, and when we came out the other end, we were like, that's one of our favorite metal albums. It's totally. just amazing. But it was one of those that you cover in the podcast where, you know, we've covered a lot of stuff and, you know, it goes into my kind of wider ether, which is I revisit it from time to time. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's the, uh, what is it, the Pareto principle or the 80-20 rule? Like, you listen to the same stuff the most, right? Yeah, that's true. Right? Silicon Messiah has been in there for me. It's stayed in there after that. And you bought me the CD and put it in my, my truck. Anyway, so my number four, I digress is Ghost in the Machine, which is the opener for Silicon Messiah. Fantastic. Right. Awesome intro. Amazing That's... guitar riff. Just fantastic. It's gotta... awesome. I love that song too. It's the
theme song. And yeah. the ca- chorus is so catchy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like right from the get-go, Blaze's first solo album out of Maiden. And uh, you get this amazing song with this amazing vocal hook. It's awesome. Yeah, it was such a banger. And it's kind of almost a statement album versus Virtual Eleven. And I have another track from this, but I want to say this. And we, we covered it previously, but Ghost of the Machine, there's some great drumming moments in it. That's yeah. what really stood out for me was like the drumming through the album is fantastic. Yeah, but Jeff Singer is the drummer. On Jeff this. Singer, yeah. And then at the end of it, Stare at the Sun at the end of the album. It's just like just this rolling, like it's like uh, just fantastic. So those two kind of bookend an, an amazing album. But my third track, I don't know. So Blaze, for this period, he joined this little band called Iron Maiden. Anyway, right. <laughs> he, he released this track, uh, Sign of the Cross. I don't know if you've heard about it, but I would consider that probably his top three. Yeah, I would say so. I knew you were going to pick this one. That's why I didn't pick it. <laughs> is yeah i mean yeah the the, uh, the epic opener on what i think is the best of iron maiden's 90s albums i would i would you know i i love this i love this track it's no question i mean it's one of the best like everyone argues this up there with obviously i've got another track coming from the maiden space but there's about <laughs> five or six that get argued around a lot of people love this i personally love it because it's just a fantastic track he's he's awesome on it and it's also like the one thing I would say with the best Blaze made tracks is they tend to be best with Blaze, and that is a cre- that's that's a credit yeah. to him. Yeah, I think like I love Bruce doing this song too, but I will take Blaze any day doing it. Yeah, um, they're both you know ten out of ten awesome versions, but like Blaze's voice on this, it just it's so powerful and it just hammers home. So it's so strong. Like I he puts so much emotion in it and it has a different feeling when Blaze sings it than when Bruce sings it. Now both are great, but I mean I'll take blaze the blaze version of sign of the cross yeah yeah you know what i've the more i'm the more the older i get or the more experienced i get through this podcast i mean this sign of the cross to me is just is it, it is blaze song yeah i agree yeah which yeah. is one of the reasons i picked it over other songs that he's done <laughs> that i like more but bruce can do it well number two Okay. Which should actually be number one, but it's a Maiden podcast, so I just kind of reject the order. This is actually my favorite Blaze song, but I'm calling it number two, and okay. it's the title track, Silicon Messiah.
Yeah, that's great. I think that's that's definitely heavier than anything Maiden's ever done, I think. Which is what I love about it because, you know, yeah. my background in metal was, you know, Metallica's not that heavy, but I was really into the earlier stuff, which was a bit more yeah. heavier. And, uh, you know, to me, like, that, that's got – it's it completely different pace and, and the riff structure is completely different than, like uh, – like Metallica, but you know, it harkens back to the early stuff and Pantera for me, which is where I started it. So like, I don't get that level of, you know, metal and, or at least it's not as heavy in Maiden. I like it. I got to say I'm into it. Yeah. Well, the other thing is you picked two songs off Silicon Messiah. You could have picked two random songs off Silicon Messiah because it's such a great album. It's so strong. So uh, those two that you picked are just, they're amazing. Yeah. So that's my last one from Silicon Messiah because also I didn't want to like profess my severe ignorance of his whole discography and just go with like five tracks, but I could have, I would have, I'm going to throw in two more honorable mentions from the album before I move on to my first pick. Okay. And that is Born as a Stranger and okay. Stare, Stare at the Sun. Which Stare is, at the Sun, which is on my list, but I'll cross that off. Oh, it's so but, uh, good. The drumming is insane. It's this ultimate like epic that like builds and builds, and once it gets going, it like never stops. And uh, Blaze's performance is like one of his best on this. Cross that one off my yeah, list because that, that's one of my. That's songs. that's that's the two two B or two A or one B okay. on my list. So a thousand years, Ghost of the Machine, Sign of the Cross, Silicon Messiah, and number one. Okay, I never would have been here saying this two two or three years ago because I used to think I love this Klansman. best epics and again i would take i take the blaze version over the bruce version they're both great yeah the blaze version like when i picture like i picture blaze with like a sword out on the the highlands (laughs) i do too i find suits this song so so he suits it so well that said i think it's perfect with bruce as well but i I just want to say when you see it live with bruce man it's it is it's just such a solid song totally in general but, but i would define like what i love about it the clansman i used to think like it's like freedom and the, you know you got a, the whole you know background of it's it's so funny right like the the you know the brave heart and then the whole background on that and oh what ozzy in america made a movie about scotland and all this stuff but then you know like cheese is so good like sometimes things don't have to be complicated whether it's kiss or wrestling or star wars like you don't need ultimately so just go in there clansman is screaming freedom while some guys like you'll always see someone dressed up and it's just like it's so awesome It, it to me the only thing that saddens me about this song is that it's not played at like rugby matches in Scotland? Like, why yeah. is it not played at rugby matches? Like, I would be all over this. I would become. I'm an Irish rugby fan, but I would become a Scottish rugby. Well, not really, but I would. I would cheer them on through this one moment <laughs> when when that occurred. You know, I just love it. It's such good cheese. It's so positive. It's like sometimes you got to step back and just lean into a song and just enjoy it for what it is. 
Oh, totally. And do you yeah. remember when we saw Legacy of the Beast in Toronto? Yeah. The show that we took my daughter to when she was eight. Yes. And do you remember the guy that was next to us from Scotland? Oh, yeah. And then when the Klansman came, he reaches into his cargo pants pocket, or his cargo shorts, and pulled, pulled out, out a flag. the Scottish flag. Yes. And he was like, he's like, here's what I came here for. And I was like... <laughs> I know. It was awesome. Klansman is that. Every time someone plays this, every time they play it at a concert, every time I see a tribute band play it, every time I hear it on the radio, I feel good. That's why I put it number one. In terms of music... In terms of Blaze's distinctiveness, I would definitely dig into Silicon Messiah and put that number one. Any any of those tracks, to be honest, there's like six on there. But in terms of his legacy within Maiden, Klansman is up there. Now, It's especially with the latest tour list, it's up there with the Icaruses and the Trooper. You know, it's it, you put it on any set list, and that's Blaze's track, oh, yeah. and it's on any set list. No one's going to question it. So we've gone through your five or six tracks. So I went from... I, my first one I picked is a song which I think has one of the best riffs um, and a great vocal hook and harmonies. It's just awesome. It's off the War Within Me album. The sh- I'm actually wearing that shirt right now. I love this 2021 um, Blaze Bailey album. And this is the song called Witch's Night. <laughs> Track five on uh, War Within Me, which is the newest album. That album yeah. is front to back great too. You would love that one if you like. Also, I will mention if uh, where Blaze isn't touring now, if you want to support Blaze, but also if you want to get some kick ass music, man, like War Within Me, they have CD and vinyl on Blaze Bailey's uh, website. And there's still Silicon Messiah CDs, the deluxe edition for sale on there if anyone wants to pick up a Me and Josh's, one of Me and Josh's favorite metal albums. Um, next song, I was going to pick this song, but I'm going to, I'm not going to play it. I was going to pick Virus from Best of the Beast because I actually love Virus. It's such a strange song for me. It's super unique, but, uh, I skipped over it and I I am going to pick one Maiden song. Um, I think, I don't know what else to say about the song other than it's awesome and totally underrated. And Sign of the Cross and the Klansmen sort of overshadow this one. Um, This one's maybe not quite as epic, but for me, it's up there. It's the Educated Fool.
It might be one of my favorite. It's top. It might be top three Blaze Maiden songs, I think. From anyway, that's from Virtual Eleven to Educated Fool. And I think it's totally underrated. Um, next song I picked is from Blaze's album, The Tenth Dimension, which is another great album. Um, it has heavy, awesome, heavy guitar riffs, a super catchy chorus. It's Kill and Destroy. And I love the song. I love the way the pre-chorus sets the chorus up. I love that song, Kill and Destroy. So that's from the Tenth Dimension. Um, Josh, you would probably love this album. Okay, it's the same okay. band as Silicon Messiah. So it's after it came after Silicon Messiah, but it's the same band. Very similar feel to it. It's uh, not quite as like concepty, but it's it's. Well, I know it from our best of front to back with awesome tracks. You have it in there, so I know it's from that, but I don't know the album itself. Right. I'll have to have a listen. Yeah, well, they just reissued it in 2020. Nice. Uh, you can go to Blaze's website and buy it on vinyl if you want. <laughs> um, next track. Okay, so this is... I kind of went obscure on this one. Um, this one is from Endure and Survive, Infinite Entanglement Part 2. It's from 2017. It's the second album of uh, that trilogy. Um, it's one of those songs that starts out mellow and builds and builds and builds. It's hard to get a sense of how awesome the song is with just a clip. But uh, anyway, here's a, a clip of this song. It's called Eating Lies. You were looking down on me with mother's pride. No decency or conscience could trouble you. You'll be choking and then you will see that. I am feeding you all of your darkest lies. They will try to take my 
I was going to cut it off after the solo, but I had to let that solo play through, man. Like that Chris Appleton is doing that guitar solo and he's just amazing. Like great guitar lines, cool melody, super like brooding song. It just builds and builds very powerful delivery from blaze. Uh, he hits these notes in there and his delivery just like uh, that song blows my mind. It's fantastic. I, that's like a highlight of that album for me. Actually, Chris Appleton, the guitar player, he's actually him and Blaze's backing band are like called Absolva, and I've been listening to some of them on Spotify lately. So I might uh, I might actually order some stuff from them because I'm starting to get into them. Um, so this is the last song. So I have a couple here. I'm gonna go with this one. <laughs> this one is kind of different. And I picked this one because we're just playing, like, we've picked all these awesome metal tracks. Um, this is a Wolfsbane track. So in case people didn't realize, like, Blaze is in this band Wolfsbane. He, their first album is from 89. They've been together. They put out an album in 2022, so they're still active. Blaze is still touring with them. Um, they, you know, they they went inactive for a while and came back and, but they're still on the go. They have seven studio albums, I think. Um, Josh, I think when you were at my house, we, I played you that album on vinyl called Massive yep. Noise Injection, which is yep. a live album. Um, Wolfsbane. I wanted to pick a Wolfsbane song. So this is pre when pre when he was before he was in Maiden. Um, it's a very different sound. It's more of a hard rock sound, and it shows another side of Blaze because um, he's such a metal guy. Everyone's like. Blaze Bailey's like this metal god. <laughs> um, but there's also a side of Blaze that's just like kick-ass, hard rock, like rock and roll Blaze, like party Blaze. You know what party I mean? Party Blaze. <laughs> I, I'm a huge Maiden fan. I'm, uh, You know I'm not like a huge metal guy, right? Like I only have about half the music I listen to is metal. I listen to a lot of stuff, but like I'm not like a heavy into like metal. I'm into like a lot of rock, hard rock music too. Um, yeah. And I can guarantee, like, when I play this, there's a bunch of people listening to our podcast who are big metal fans who are like, I love Maiden and I love metal. And they're going to dislike this, but I totally dig it. I have this on 12-inch single and I have the album on vinyl. Um, I it's This song is called I Like It Hot. And oh, it's yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 1989. Yeah. I know I've played it for uh, you before. Yes. <laughs> this album was actually produced by Rick Rubin. So he did a Slayer yeah. album and a Danzig album. And then he did this uh, Wolfsbane album. Um, I'll play the clip. This is... Uh, it's another side of Blaze, and I actually love this. I know there's a lot of people probably rolling their eyes oh, when right. heard that and they're like, what is Nesbitt playing? But I love that song. And there's a lot of Wolfsbane that I really like. I haven't dug into their total, totally into their, uh, I have a few other albums on vinyl that I know. There's a lot that I don't know yet, but uh, 
I don't know, man. I can't guarantee you how much fun it would be to like have a bunch of beers and go see a Wolfsbane concert. Oh my god! So, so I, you know, <laughs> love look, it. The theme of this ap- episode has been love and blaze. So I'm not going to go too hard on this, but I will say, <laughs> I will say that song has no purse in this. It has no business being in this episode. Um, I know that you love it. To me, to me, wait it does. now. To yeah. me, if you were to take Full House, that show from the '80s. And you were to rejig yeah. it so that Bob Saget was like a metal star at night, and then during the day he was raising his four kids as a single father. That would be the theme song. You also used this exact same joke when we talked about the angel in the game. Did I use the same one? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm living on record. There you go. I'm on repeat. I've ran out of jokes. Oh no, it's been five years. It's been five years. We're bound to repeat ourselves. <laughs> Uh, oh, they just sorry. had an album out in yeah. 2022, and they're they're still singing songs about rocking. Hey, look, out you like you like your cheese. There's nothing wrong I, with cheese. You cheese know me. Good. I like that. Uh, you know me. I'm into like, I like hair metal. I love. You know, I'm not one to to turn down like a Poison album. Well, to make up for that one, because that's five. Um, and again, I didn't have them in order. I just picked five songs to kind of show different. At, I picked that one just to show people that like Blaze has that side of him where like he's such a metal guy, but he's also like had this side band on the go. Well, actually, it was his first band, and that was his main thing before he went into Maiden. But he's still on the go with with uh, Wolfsbane, and just to show that he has this like rock and roll side of him other than like this metal side. But to make up for it, okay, this is another one that I had. This is actually a sixth song, but I'm gonna play it anyway. This is a deep cut from the Man Who Would Not Die. It's a 2008 album. Um, it's called Blackmailer. And this is just a heavy, thrashy metal blast. Uh, great guitar playing in this one. This is... Uh, <laughs> Josh, this will help the wash the Wolfsbane taste out of your mouth because I know you didn't like that last <laughs> clip. That's a little more uh, metal. I think that's what you're uh, expecting from me. <laughs> There's so many tracks like that that are like like that Blackmailer track that are kind of like just buried on like so much good stuff. You know, one of these but, albums. He has a lot of albums out uh, with Blaze and as Blaze Bailey. And uh, man, if you go digging around on those albums, there's so many awesome songs on there. Well, shout out. Yeah. So um, again, mine aren't. This is no way my top five. Uh, this is just. I picked five songs, just uh, yeah. ones I thought would be fun to play and to talk about. And I, ones that I yeah, knew. Little shit to Blaze. I'm going to throw, as we wrap it up now, yeah. I'm just going to throw a few more out there. We never mentioned Future Real. No. We never mentioned Man on the Edge. We didn't. We never mentioned Como Estas Amigos. Yes, that's a lot of people's uh, favorite Blaze song. Lord of the Flies. Yep, that's also amazing. And a shout out to our good friend, Fergal Trainer. Look for the truth. Yeah, he does love that. 
Loves that. He yep. sang it to us in the Carton Horses. Yeah, he did. Loved it. Loved it. That was so funny when he was wrapping off on that. Yeah. Uh, he could he could come in with uh, uh he would probably be able to trim his list down to twenty three, but uh, <laughs> he would he would be good. So shout out Feckin' Metal Podcast. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Fergal, lots of love to Blaze. I'm sure he's yep. always keeping us uh, keeping everybody up to touch on Blaze. Fergal actually has uh has a few podcasts on the go. If you if you look into it, yeah. yeah, he's pretty steady at it. Um, another song I want to mention. Yes. Is from an EP by a band called master spy which i highly recommend um we talked about that band in the past on a past episode of this podcast and they recently did an ep called the ghost agent with blaze bailey on vocals so he does vocals on the whole ep on all the songs and two days ago i talked with the songwriter and driving force behind master spy uh about his band and what it was like working with blaze bailey so uh it's an interview with uh merc from Master Spy. Confused all the time, disorientated. They lie to me about the things that I do. Pacification with medication. Poisoning me slowly, this horror goes on. So back in 2021, if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you probably remember we played a clip from a band called Master Spy. And today we have uh, with us Merck, the songwriter and lyricist and guitar player from that band, uh, Merck from Master Spy. Uh, hey, thanks for coming on Talking Maiden. 
Yeah, nice to meet you, Nesbitt. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to talk to you. We've been emailing back and forth for like yeah. <laughs> a few times over the last few years. So it's good to finally get you on the podcast. Yeah, you'll hear about my uh, not too good English, but I'm trying out. I'm trying. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so in the past, we played a clip from your song, The Train. Yeah. Uh, that was back in 2021. And yeah. we got a good reaction from listeners. Uh, oh, nice. Yep. Um, why don't you tell everybody about Master Spy, like how you formed and who's in the band, all the details. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, wait, can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah, for sure. Maybe we should open these beers before we Oh, get yeah, let's go. <laughs> I got a second one, so you, we'll hear the sound. Okay. Here we go. Oh. It wouldn't be a Talking Maiden interview without a beer. So, so yeah, actually, uh, I was uh, writing songs already uh, since uh, maybe 10 years. I never had a band because uh, local musicians were not really in that style, never uh, met someone who was like uh, deep in the same style uh, uh, as what I'm doing, as what I'm liking. So uh, yeah, a few years ago, I started to uh, to check on the internet and, uh, you know, with the file sharing and stuff like that. So I managed to uh, to get some, uh, some good musicians aboard. Uh, I had some uh, good songs. Well, two of my friends, uh, they're, they're in the band. It's Martin Dupéry. Uh, and uh, Martin uh, Beauchamp, the bass. And, uh, and then after that, I, I was searching for uh, a good vocalist. So I went across some, uh, some internet sites and uh, discovered like uh, a few names, uh, did some tryouts. And then uh, Lino, uh, Lino set up of the, uh, of the bunch and uh, we started uh, some recording. So that's about it. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Especially for this style of music, yeah. Yeah, he's playing also uh, with the band the Air Force. You have the uh, the old Iron Maiden drummers. Yeah, actually, I have a few of their CDs upstairs. Yeah, all right, yeah. good, good. Yeah. So decided to do this project and uh, went on from there. Uh, much more of a project band. I don't know how to call it because uh, I'm kind of the sole uh, songwriter, the, the, the sole owner of the band, but I try to... Uh, uh, to keep my collaborators uh, with me. And you can definitely hear the Maiden influence in your music. Really? Um, like you, you kind of have your, oh, yeah. <laughs> but you do have your own kind of thing going on, like as far as like the influences there, but you do have your own thing going on. There's these epic stories. Well, we're talking about the train. You have that train in Russia and it gets overtaken by commandos and <laughs> the spy, like he gets the gun from one of them. It's, it's you know, yeah, I, it's... I love the story to it all. It's pretty cool. And the way it ties in with the cover art and everything, like, yeah, well, it's it's cheesy. I, I want to do uh, like uh, B movies, action movies. Yeah, you, you know, some I don't do anything in uh, deep topics, you know, and drama stuff like that. It's just yeah. uh, just to relax and have fun. And I, yeah. sometimes it feels uh, the, the, the lyrics can be a bit cheesy, but I I don't mind too much about that. No, I like so, it. It's, it's fun. Yeah. It's similar to I really, really to uh, Iron Maiden. That's my main influence, influence for sure. And afterward, I try to incorporate some uh, stuff. I, I do like also uh, some power metal bands and uh, stuff like that. And I did some uh, orchestration on it. So, yeah. Pretty, yeah, because there's a lot going on and there's a lot of layers and orchestration behind it. It's it's like it's funny when you said there's a power metal sound to it because it does have that like and that's kind of where it differs from. I mean, it has the energy of Iron Maiden, but it has more of a 
you know orchestrated sound to it Th that's something i wasn't aware because uh, when you record your first uh, your first album you're really aware of all all of that but i mean the the, the sound was really hard to uh to mix because of all the orchestration and uh yeah. you know the, the, the soundscape is limited in some places so uh yes with the producer had a lot of work to do <laughs> <laughs> well it's pretty cool i listened to that uh the the train album um a whole lot i remember you sent me a copy of it and it's that's a, a really great album and then a year later yes the ep so you had the ghost agent and the vocalist is blaze bailey so how did you even like get the idea like where'd the idea come from to get blaze bailey to sing on a bunch of your songs i was kind of i was kind of always divided because i really we will talk about it later on, but I really liked when uh, Blaze Bailey uh, came came into Maiden. Whenever I was writing some some songs, sometimes in my mind they were fitting more for a Blaze type of voice, and yeah. uh, and the other side like oh, I like Bruce Dickinson a lot. So yes, yeah, some of my songs were uh, more the the, the spectrum uh, to uh, similar to Bruce Dickinson. So that's why. So I had a few uh, few songs that. Uh, uh, I was figuring it out that Blaze would do a fantastic job. The first one that came out was uh, the third one on the album. Uh, the yeah, I was going to say The Asylum, the beginning, like that That totally suits Blaze's voice, especially the beginning and the way it builds. And that's just such a, yeah, voice is you, perfect for that uh, one. Thank you. Yeah. I, I use a bit of the, the, the structure uh, similar to, uh, to some of his work in the uh, X Factor. So yeah, and then just a three, four intro stuff like that, and uh, yeah, this one's pretty, pretty nice. And uh, I, we worked uh, the, the the concept around this song. I I knew that that was supposed to be the last song. Okay. So I figured out a little something to uh, to came in before. So yeah. So how do you go about getting Blaze Bailey to be on an album? It's it was easy, uh, and you was doing uh, some guest uh, guest sessions work and stuff like that. Yeah. So I gathered some uh, good material and uh, asked him if he uh, if he was interested to uh, uh, to do a short EP with me. I mean, at first he needed to listen to it. The first song was a bit longer to uh, to complete. At the start, it was a bit more difficult. But as soon as he kind of get the ids man it was like 150 percent into it and uh the other song went with few revisions to do so did blaze have any input on like i assume you wrote all the lyrics but did he have any melody like melodic influences here and there or? yeah actually the, the the vocals melodies are uh most of his work oh okay i came with melodies voice vocal melodies uh on the songs he kept like I don't know maybe ten or twenty percent of it, but came okay. came came up with something like much better than what was my first idea. So, so <laughs> yeah, cool. was uh, impressed, you know, because because sometimes you know you you got your melodies, you don't want the the, the vocalist just to, to 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 try out too much different thing, but plays the he's such a, 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 I never knew was so good at doing that, but he's able to uh, to get some very very interesting melodies uh, on the songs yeah yeah he's super talented i i was wondering when because that song the asylum the last song on the ep uh really stuck out to me 
when I heard Blaze singing that one because his voice is just like perfect for it. And I was wondering hey. if he had any input on the melody. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did you how did you find uh, working with him? Because I know when he came on our podcast, he was just like the most down to earth, nice guy. He was very much like down to business, but he was very like yeah, he, uh, pleasant uh, to deal he's with. He's a uh, what you say a blue collar. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, uh, it's not uh, pejorative or anything, but I mean this guy is. Uh, is working you know he if he told me i'll get uh this done on this date never had to uh to wait for anything much of the time i was dealing with chris appleton right which, yeah. yeah so he's uh kind of as a producer and guitarist and uh gave me gave me good advices to uh some uh, editing and stuff like that to uh to try out in the songs also so it was a uh, really a good uh, team experience, uh, Chris, Blaze, and me. So uh, yeah, it was a really pleasant uh, experience. That's cool. So you did there's three songs on the EP. Yeah. So you sent him. F- you have a fourth song though that you did with Blaze. Yeah, it was uh, meant to. Uh, I know you, you you heard this song, but this yeah. one is a, a shorter one. It was supposed to be uh, used as the opener for maybe another. Uh, another ep uh, i mean he was uh, already engaged in doing uh, his own uh, next studio album and some tourings so the timing was not good but i had this this song uh, done and uh, i wished to to, uh, to wait maybe a year or a year a uh, year and a half and uh, maybe continue to uh, to build another ep with him because it was uh, really fun to do it's cool that i heard you say that you're a huge fan of the blaze bailey arrow maybe yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a it's kind of an uncommon uh, opinion with the and you know me and josh like love blaze well i turned him into a huge blaze bailey fan on the podcast um what like eras of maiden are kind of like your favorite i'm lucky because the first uh, the first music i heard from maiden was uh no prayer for the dying okay so, I mean, that, yeah so it's pretty i don't know it's a, it's a pretty good album it's uh but, but but that was the first one i i heard so it's uh back in 1990 yeah I don't like to say that the feeling I, I got when I first hear that uh, those songs, this one yeah. was really uh, important for me. After after that, I went through the the back catalog. Back in the days, you you went to the music store. Sometimes they have the cassettes. So one day I was there, so I said, "Power slave sleeve." I need I need to have that. You know, never heard of uh, this one, but uh, this one like uh, give me the goosebumps from uh, oh, yeah. Start, yeah from start to finish. I was like listening to uh to maiden like all day long all day long yeah no it's funny me and josh we give uh no prayer a hard time sometimes but there's yeah. a lot of good stuff <laughs> and even yeah. the stuff that's on there that's a little weaker is still pretty good it's obvious that they, they kind of tried to appeal to the american market if you get back in the interviews they did like back in the 90s it was obvious that they kind of tried to 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 reach this audience but i don't know it may maybe it's uh there are a few songs that i'm not sure about on the on this album and uh and also on the um, fear of the dark yeah but uh <laughs> no, most of them are pretty good yeah like i get a lot of heat on the podcast sometimes because i complain about those two albums but it's only because i'm comparing them to like power slave and peace of mind and like kill you know what i mean so compared to those <laughs> They're not great yeah. albums, but like I'd still take you know a lot of Fear of the Dark over a lot of other metal bands albums. <laughs> so now I just want to let you know, but a bit about Blaze. Whenever I got the uh, the X Factor album, my friend, it was uh, in 1995. 
I just remember putting on in my uh, in my room my headphones, and when I heard first time I heard the sign of the cross. Oh my God! What is? Yeah, epic. What is? And uh, I I know that I don't know why, but some people did kind of don't like the production or the snare. I, I love the snare drum on this. I don't know why, but I really love the snare drum on this album. So I guess it's my second or third favorite uh, Maiden album. Yeah. yeah, I always say X Factor would be in my top half of Maiden albums. Um, even though when I ranked them, it didn't make it there. But I do really love their album. And I don't have a problem with the production either. It's kind of dark and it kind of fits. Their production kind of matches with the, the sounds of the songs. Yes. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yes, and uh, the, the, the second one was... Virtual 11? Yeah, Virtual 11 was uh, really good. It was uh, quite more simple and, uh, you know, it's uh, more joyful. Uh, I like the song When Two Words Collide is excellent. Uh, yeah, I love that one Yeah, too. Uh, Lightning Strike Twice. Ed- educated Fool. Ed- yeah, maybe. pretty good, this yeah. one, eh? With the tempo <laughs> change and the metal. Totally underrated, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, so... I love this one, but, but uh, yeah, what ruins it? It's uh, of course the the angel and gambler, like <laughs> this one. Well, have you ever heard Blaze do that song live? Now, uh, no, I think I don't. I don't think he's doing it live. Eh? I'm not sure. He is. He does a version no. of it live, but he cuts he cuts it way okay. down. It's like very short, and it's just like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. He doesn't do any of the repetition. There's no keyboards, and it's a lot heavier and a lot faster. And uh, if you hear that one, you should check it out if you can check on YouTube because it might change your opinion a little uh, bit. About all right, the song. <laughs> maybe a little bit. Check it out. I, I says uh, when he's doing uh, Edge of Darkness, my God, it's uh, yeah. excellent. This guy is using a lower tone and it's a uh, really yeah. excellent, uh, excellent song. So, yeah, so, yeah, I wish I could do with Blaze. You know what I would like to do with Blaze with Sean? I would try to do Dreams of Mirror. Oh, with Blaze, that yeah. would be very cool. But, I know he did some uh, acoustic stuff with uh, Thomas Swinjen. I don't yeah, Swinjen, yes. Swinjen, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he did um, the Brothers. Like Dream of Mirrors was supposed to be on the album. The next yeah. album with Blaze, you know. So uh, yeah, we'll do it. Like a, very, a bit more my style with orchestration and stuff like that. So maybe one day I'll ask uh, yeah. Blaze if he's willing to do it. But I'm not sure. Uh, and, uh, I did not ask him. I'm not sure if he's uh, if he would be willing to. Uh, would... I don't know if he did those songs with Thomas Zweijen or whatever. So he's obviously doesn't mind covering, and he still covers a lot of Maiden songs live. So yeah, yeah, that's right. From that era, yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. So maybe he would. That would be cool. Yeah, thanks. That'd be very cool to do another take on it. Um, do you listen to much of Blaze's solo stuff outside of Maiden? Like his first three accords were excellent, produced by uh, Andy Sneap. Did a wonderful yeah the guy that's playing in he's playing guitar and judas priest now produce yeah. uh firepower the last album it, it was ex I, I wish this guy would yeah. produce the uh would have produced the the the, the maiden album oh, Sinjutsu? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i would love to hear what that would be like it's very powerful his production ends like and uh yeah so though, though the three first album were excellent uh the man uh, would not die just a song is he got. Yeah. He was uh, play. He was uh, playing with uh, the the Bermudez brother. Like in those days, that were two two guys, uh, one bassist, one guitarist. So he did those two albums, uh, "The Man Who Would Not Die" and uh, uh, "Promises and Terror." So both. Uh, "Promise and Terror" is one that I haven't listened to that much. Me either. It's it's really dark. It's um it's hard to uh to digest for me. A bit too hard to digest. It's a. Uh, 
it's kind of a downer. I know it's good, but um, I don't know. But the man who, who would not die is uh, excellent. Uh, after that, what he did with uh, Chris Appleton, then he went on another uh, stretch of uh, really good album. So they more accessible material now. So the trilogy, the trilogy was great. Yes, I love the like. It, uh, well, I was wondering what you think of those of those three albums, because where your music is so like based around like a story and it kind of weaves together and from beginning to yeah. end and these epic songs and these albums kind of weave together like a narrative really a fantastic job they did on those uh those uh, three albums and um yeah. yeah i think the flow the way they flow is, is pretty good like you said with the interludes and stuff yeah you got one of like one gem on the infinite uh andrew on andrew and survive the song Eating yeah. Lies. That's track four on the second. Oh, yeah, that's it's yeah. Wow, such a song. I mean, I love this one. So there's a few gems to uh, to dig, uh, you know, dig the album, and uh, you always manage to, uh, to to find a few a few good songs. And his last one, uh, with, uh, War, War Within, Within Me. Me. Yeah, a yeah. song, Which is Nights. Uh, Which is Nights, my, that's my uh, favorite yeah, song yeah, in there, yeah. too. So yeah. you got the nice riff and uh, yeah, a lot of going, uh, a lot of fun things. And I think uh, Chris is uh, Chris Appleton is uh, he's taking more not plays, but I mean uh, his input is more uh, is more uh, evident. I mean on the uh, on the, the, the this last album for sure. What what's the song on Maiden? I mean the the, the last one on the, oh my god, uh, Book of Soul. What was the uh, the single? Oh, for Book of Soul. Speed of Speed Light. Speed of Light. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm not a big bill. fan of that I song. Mean, <laughs> oh, no. I was waiting to hear the single, and now Kyle Bell's like, oh, my yeah. God. No, so did he. Just me that's my least favorite on that album, too. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I, I love it when they go more uh, like more metal and avoid kind of the rockish stuff. Why don't you tell where people can hear more about Master Spy? Yeah, well, they can they can uh, they can check our Bandcamp, and uh, I've got the YouTube channel. That's that's uh, almost it for now. I mean, uh, we're I mean, I'm really staying low profile, just doing uh, you know, just doing it for fun. I cannot play live for now because I uh, I would have to have all my musicians with me. So, but right. it's uh, it's a maybe a plan I have in the future if I got an opportunity maybe here in Montreal or around maybe just to try out uh, one show I know that uh, you know could uh, that uh, our vocalist come back could join us and uh, yeah so it should be maybe something where, where I'll be looking forward in the that'd be pretty cool yeah but uh, yeah your Bandcamp page so just search for Master Spy on Bandcamp people can hear my stuff if they like it uh, that uh, that's enough for me I work uh, I work a lot on my day job and I, it's just a hobby and uh, I don't mind if people they buy or they, they they're not buying uh, as soon as they listen to it and they enjoy the music that's uh, that's the important thing so yeah and if you're a big blaze fan I highly recommend this ghost agent EP everyone should go check that out um, so to play us out you said we could hear your unreleased demo of Blood Will Fall Like Rain featuring Blaze Bailey uh, by Master Spy. So this is uh, Master Spy with, uh, I think this is the first time it's probably been played yeah. publicly. Yeah, so. The debut. The debut, the just debut. for you, my friend. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay, thanks. Thanks.
that was a great interview. Yeah. I got to say, Nesbitt, you did a good job there. I thought yeah. it was really good. But he's one of those guys I could talk to for like three hours about Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I was unavailable at the time of the, uh, but, but, you know, listen back on that now, it just validates further what we already know, which is Blaze is just a super pro. He's great to work yep. with. And I feel like Blaze is just one of these guys that everyone he works with, collaborates with, meets, just ends up loving him. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. We had that one, he came on our podcast, and ever since then, well, we already loved him before, but after that, we were like, man, you're so nice. We did. We yeah. did. And and in the world of podcasts and all that, and like, you know, I mean, you know, we got a, a, a good podcast now, but at the time, we were smaller, and he took the time out to just come and and meet yep. with us and and you know and he didn't and you know we asked him to do i'll never forget i've told this story before well, but i gotta tell it again he was not like yeah. doing he wasn't plugging an album or plugging anything no. or doing any kind of tours it was just out of the blue no. he just kind of no yeah it, and cool. he came in and my take on it was like he came in um and he was like oh it's a maiden podcast i'm gonna have to talk about with 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 you know my relationship with maiden and he was going through it as he as he does, which was super professional about his like he's one of these people, you know, never never speaks bad about the Rexes, right? Like yeah. you know he's he's away from the band, super positive, talking about you know things. There wasn't even a hint of disappointment. It was really great. But then you started prodding him on the new new Blaze stuff, and then he started. He was like, oh, these guys are actually really interested in what I do. But you know that not that that would change his demeanor. He was already committed and and giving us his time. And then by the end of it, he really really loved it. And uh, I remember like what my takeaway for it was. I was like, uh, you know, would you do a promo for us? Because I remember I asked him. I was right. like, could you do a promo for us? Because you were like, oh, should we ask? Him? I was like, no, you know me. I'm always plugging it. You got you got to plug it. And he literally said, yeah, sure, ready to go. And he just whipped off the promo first take that we have, right? Yeah. The perfect. best podcast in the world. And yeah. I was just sitting there like, like this guy, I was sitting there going, this guy is just a awesome, but such yeah. a pro. And it's and funny think, how yeah. he did that like uh, ID for us, which we yeah. run on every episode. We and do, uh, the amount of people that email us, or send messages to us, and they're like, probably the best podcast in the world. In the world. Or yeah. they'll we'll be like, we met up with people before shows, and they'll show up, and they'll have a pint for me and a pint for you, and like, the best yeah. podcast in the world. In the it's world. It's become like a thing with our podcast. It's like the motto yeah. of our podcast. And he just came up with that. Like, <laughs> I, we literally asked him, and then he turned around and did that, like, oh, first take, perfect. And I was just like, you know, it's in those moments where you realize who the true pros are. (laughs) We're just in the minor leagues sniffing around and this guy is a, is a pro. Well, that was, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was very easy to come up with a list of songs, but it's hard to narrow it down. So, I mean, but those were no, by no means our top songs. They were just like, they were up there, but like I could have picked five or six completely different songs and equally as good. Um, I know you, I'm not sure how you like, uh, the Wolfsbane song I picked. They do have uh, heavier songs. I just, for some reason, I love that song. I don't know why. Oh, um, I know. It's got like a Van Halen hair metal-y band vibe to it, which I love. It does. Um, the inf- the inflections don't do yeah. it for me, but, <laughs> but you know, I, I can get it, and you got to have a wind-up, and, and but it shows his range as well. And look, that's not the best five, and I didn't do the best five. We just did. I, I would say this the best description would be like five tracks to listen to now. Yeah, I would say that's, yeah. that's fair. Probably good. Um, after this, I think yeah. we're going to get into Senjutsu. So finally, we've been talking about doing Senjutsu. We basically came back online because of Senjutsu. 
Yes. Uh, we meant to get to it earlier, but we had some, well, we had uh, some things on the go that prevented us from coming back. But we now we're back. stuff happening. Yeah. And uh, we're finally going to get to Sinjutsu, which is, uh, yes. I think we're going to start that next week. That's huge. But one thing I wanted to say to all our listeners is that we're going to take our time going through it. Um, we're more or less a track and episode. Some we're doing double yeah. barreled if oh, we've well, covered it, the track. Take what it takes. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It takes what it takes. But we're not normally when we do an album, we do three, four, five episodes in a run. I'd say with Sinjitsu, we'll probably have to take a break and insert an episode to stay keep up with everything that's coming in. Well, the, so, the live, we were going to do a live set list reveal episode. We're meeting. Yeah. It's going to hit in the middle. React to the uh, live set. And that will totally. come right in the middle. So that's kind of going to break it up. Totally. And maybe we'll totally, drop another episode of something in there too. Who knows? Yeah. And there's no, there's no formula here because we did uh, somewhere in time in two episodes, I think, right. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> and we're going to probably do six, seven on this. Suggestion. Maybe. Probably more. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Once we get talking about. Uh, once we get talking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. So that's absolutely. Uh, so that's going to start next week. And I'm uh, I'm taking a little trip. I'm going down south. I'm going to Dominican. How are you going to watch your precious Leafs when you're in the Dominican Republic? <laughs> you know how I'm going to watch them? On my phone with a cigar and a whiskey at all you can drink bar. <laughs> Nesbitt, I think I will be fine. And, and my wife will say, oh, what about the data? And I'll say, you know what? I don't give a beans. <laughs> like, I don't care if this bill is going to be $200. I'm watching the Leafs and I'm drinking my whiskey and it's going to be amazing. Switch it up for a rum if you're in Dominican. <laughs> eh, we'll see. Hey, Nesbitt, don't tell me how to live. <laughs> Man, that was an ep- excellent episode, excellent interview. That was fun. Everybody, yeah, we, uh, we it was all. It's a long one. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we don't really have we, any t- set time limit. We aim for an hour. Sometimes we're short, sometimes we're way over. But yeah, it is sometimes we're a bit long. We yeah. get excited. When we talk with someone we love, like Blaze. <laughs> and you know what? We're going to see him live when he recovers. Everybody. Well, go to listening. a Wolf Spain show, Josh. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I will. Yeah, I'd be Pledging awesome. it here on the podcast. Okay. I will do that. So when Blaze is, is healed up and ready to go, we're doing that. And, you know, everyone here, we just want to say send your love to Blaze. Go check out his stuff. Go check out his website. Yep. Any yep. of the albums you want there, it's an excellent way to help out his people yep. who are working with him while he's he's taking a break and recovering. Yep. Yeah. And you can get us, TalkingMaiden.com. You can leave us a voice message, TalkingMaiden.com slash talk. You can get us on, on Facebook. Until next time, up the irons, down the hops. Yeah.